This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. So you know it works in giving you a boner. Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package. So no in-person doctor's visits, no waiting at the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. Besides from me reading this, it's made in the U.S. of A. America. And since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, it's cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. You can visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free. When you use our special promo code armchair, just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's bluechew, B-L-U-E, chew.com, promo code armchair, A-R-M-C-H-A-I-R, to try it for free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we'd like to thank them for sponsoring this train wreck of a podcast. All right, everybody. Welcome to the Saints Happy Hour Podcast. Live stream edition. Friday night gambling extravaganza. Week five. It's for patrons only. And if you're in the live stream, thanks for joining us. Um, Dylan We're is back. <laughs> Oh yeah! By the way, by the way, if you guys keep on calling me, Dylan, Fredo, Rico, waiting for y'all. I've got Luca Brazzi on 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 speed dial. All right. <laughs> Don't get cocky just because you've been here like a month. Three, Dylan, he first went foremost, five and zero. Oh. <laughs> he went five and zero, oh, so he's in complete command to get a free extra large T-shirt and his own patron spotlight podcast. Uh, I have tremendous respect for a man who goes all in on the Lions on the total on plus seven, and he even gave out the money line as a play that he was doing. It wasn't an official pick of his, but it was was something that he was putting money on, and it came through for him. So, Dylan, congratulations. You're here another week, my friend. Thank you, guys. Basically, anytime you listen to this Friday show, don't go with my bets. In fact, you should do the opposite of whatever I say, and you should bet with whatever Dylan says. Hey, I'm 15, 5, and 1. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. But of course, yeah, thanks, thanks to Rutgers. It is Rutgers, man. Yeah, hey, Rutgers, man. Exactly. People, I'm giving, I am giving you people free money. I'm just bet against Rutgers. They fired their coach. They're gonna they're gonna rehire Greg Schiano and they're gonna be twenty five percent less atrocious next year and you're not gonna be able to just get guaranteed free money. It's an ATM and it's called Rutgers football. Just do it, okay? Ralph Ralph, I see you like at ninety five years old with a cigar <laughs> in your mouth and a glass of bourbon and your and your great grandkid on your lap. And you just tell them, I may not know much, son, 
but I know you bet against Rutgers. <laughs> it's true, man. It's, <laughs> it's true. It's this is one of my this is my this is my greatest gambling year since Bob <laughs> Toledo coached Tulane. Right. We bet against Rutgers, and we bet double-digit dogs in the NFL. We do. Hey, double-digit dogs, five and three for the year. We got three of them this year. That this we got three of them this week that could get reckless. So, listen, my first pick, of course, you know what it is, Maryland minus fourteen and a half against Rutgers. I know Maryland started out good, and they are kind of a disaster the last couple weeks. Forget about that. Lay the points. It's Rutgers. Lay to 14 and a half. Forget about it. And just ride with me until Rutgers bucks us. Okay? And until that happens, expect it to be a winner. So that's my first pick. Andrew, what is your first pick? Well, to steal uh, a comment from Mike Florio, and I should never quote him, so that tells you how bad I am at betting to begin with, but... I, I really like the Bears against the Raiders. And Florio said, I like the Bears against the Raiders in London. I like them better than the Bears. I like them better in Chicago. I like them better in Oakland. And I like them better in Tokyo. <laughs> that was his comment today. Uh, I totally agree with it. But I, I think the Raiders are a mess. The, ran- the Bears go by their defense. And I actually think they're better with Chase Daniel at quarterback. I actually think having a veteran in there that hasn't totally disappointed to this point in Trubisky is a plus for the Bears. And there's the X factor of Khalil Mack against his old team. I think he's going to be extra motivated, and he is going to wreck that offense. Um, So (laughs) Bears, I believe it's five. Five points is the spread you have for that. Yep. So I will lay down the points and take the Bears. Yeah, the Raiders aren't – they aren't – atrocious like they, they've moved they've moved from being one of the bo- the bottom teams to like in that five to seven win tier but yeah Khalil Mack he he's been out for blood all week like he is going to he is going to murder David Carr and then just give Gruden the finger <laughs> <laughs> so that's your first pick so Dylan what is your first pick after a five and a week yeah so I am not nearly as confident as I was last week on my picks, but I am still gambling because I'm a degenerate, and um, I still think I have a good chance this week, but not nearly as confident as last week. So my first pick is going to be the Steelers plus four points at home. So I know this seems kind of scary, but the thing is, is what have the Ravens really done since week one? Like, yeah, they were impressive against the Dolphins, but who hasn't looked impressive against the Dolphins this year? After that game, they struggled at home against the Cardinals and did not cover the spread. Following week, they got blown out by the Chiefs. And let's just be real, okay? Like, the score ended up being pretty close, but they did not, like, they, they just got a bunch of garbage time points. And then last week, Cleveland came to Baltimore and blew their doors off of them. So why should why should Baltimore be a four point favorite on the road against a, a hated divisional rival with a good defense? So the most likely result in this game is a field goal, and as a result, I love the Steelers at home who are desperate um, in four points. So my second pick is probably that is the worst idea I've ever heard in my life, Tom. Yes, <laughs> yes, it's horrible. 
this idea? I'm going against my uh, coach that I love and I root for and I want him to succeed. Uh, that'd be Les Miles in Kansas. Uh, Ouch. But they're playing Oklahoma, and they just gave up 50 to TCU, and TCU scored on seven straight possessions. Oklahoma might score 80. Uh, I'm laying the 35, and I'm, wow. I, I'm laying the 35, and I'm going to put money on it. I I, I, I got to go where I think money can be made. I don't know how I feel about that. I feel like Les Miles is, is the savior in Kansas, and I feel like he alternates weeks. Like, I feel – I feel like just when you're resigned that yeah, Kansas is awful as they should be, they surprise you. And then you're like, yeah, actually, they're pretty good. Let's yeah, they might get fixing the, yeah. things. They nope, might get no, the six not. and six. And then, yeah. and then they, the next week they get just, just curb stomped, right? So I think they, you might be off on this. I think yeah. this might be the week they surprise you. Yeah. So that's my second I pick. I don't. You're running the ball. Like, yeah. Oh, I don't, keep going. You're good. So yeah, I, no, I agree with Dylan. I, I think yeah, I think Les Miles might just start kneeling, like in the first quarter, saying, just to run out the yeah, clock. Like, I'm not saying, yeah, like I'm not saying like 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 Oklahoma's not going to blow them out, but I could just see Les Miles running the ball fifty times and like keeping it like within thirty five. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't uh, know. Somebody says this week Pats <laughs> don't cover worst bet so far. Browns week one, which also lost me the Suicide League, same as Ralph. Saints recline. I feel your pain. I'm still bitter about the Browns over that. Um, Andrew, you have a, a a pick that I was thinking about using, but since you used it, I wanted to use different picks. Uh, and this is actually a pick. It's not an official pick of mine, but I will be putting money on this. You you have a, a strong opinion on the Auburn-Florida game, and I agree with it. But tell yeah. people. Yeah, what, what's the spread in that one again? Is it two and two? a half? Auburn is two, two and a half. half. Well, first of all, Felipe Franks is out. Um, so Florida's missing their quarterback, and I just think Auburn is far superior. Well, Florida's better with the backup quarterback in anyway. Like Frank's. Yeah, eh. I mean, so far that's been true, but I just think Auburn is going to go into the swamp and completely outperform them. I think they're they're better coached, they're a better team, and that's going to show. And you know, I, I was actually thinking that. I would be more nervous if it was like Auburn by three. That was the kind of spread I was expecting. So to see Florida, I, I think they're going to win straight up. Auburn alternates their whole entire football history is is good, bad, good, bad. Like Auburn, when you think they're going to be good and they're like preseason top five, they go eight and four and they're thinking of running off the coach. When you think they're going to be mediocre or like bottom of the top 25 that's when they go like 10 and 1 or 11 and 1 so um i like that pick auburn's defense is good like i don't know about their quarterback he's a freshman and they haven't they haven't really figured out how to throw the ball yet but their defense is good their front their front can get after people i'm actually on the gators tomorrow (laughs) (laughs) i've got i've got I like the Gators plus three. <laughs> is that is that a is that a bet on this show? No, but oh, okay. I'm just saying on on the yeah off the record. <laughs> All right, so Dylan, but, what's your what's your next pick for the show? Okay, so my next pick for the show is going to be the Broncos plus seven at uh, Los Angeles, and the reason is is that the Los Angeles. 
The Los Angeles Chargers are completely decimated with injuries. Uh, they have one NFL-quality wide receiver playing on Sunday, which is Keenan Allen. The rest are a bunch of guys that— Wait, are you talking about the Saints or the Chargers? <laughs> I, I'd say the Chargers situation is worse. Oh, I'm sorry. I heard one quality NFL receiver. I'd Sorry. <laughs> sorry, continue. I was well, no, like, well, I'm not even kidding. Like, go, look, go look at their receivers that are active on Sunday. Like, they're not, like— <laughs> I've never heard of these. Did they pick these guys up under the Claiborne Bridge? Like, I don't like. Like, it's really that bad. Like, so I. I in they can't be worse than Austin Carr and Little Jordan Humphrey. <laughs> but is it Traquan Smith playing on Sunday? Thank God, yes. Thank you, God, yes. Okay, yeah. Like, they they've got. I think they had like three receivers on their roster going into the game, or something ridiculous. But also. Uh, Melvin Ingram's out. He's out for several weeks. They're missing their ba- best pass rusher. Meanwhile, the Chargers, I mean, the I'm sorry, the Broncos are relatively healthy and they're desperate. And it, look, let me ask, let me ask you this question: Like the Broncos were in two close, really, really close games decided by kicks. What would the spread be if the Broncos were two and two right now? Like it would be a lot different. It'd be a lot closer. It I, would, I think yeah. they're getting tremendous value. I. I I can't support this pick. I need the Denver Broncos to suck so they will trade Emmanuel Sanders to the Saints. I need them to continue to lose. I need them to continue to lose, and I need them to play progressively worse. And losing close games makes John Elway think they're not a dumpster fire and not liquidate his team. I need them to suck, Dylan, because I want Emmanuel Sanders on the Saints. Yeah, I just this, this line was too good for me to pass up. Like, even if I lose this weekend, I can go to sleep at night knowing I was on the right side. So, um, uh, it is what it is. Um, and I, I love, I love uh, the Broncos this week. Even if they don't win outright, I love the seven points. So, so plus, there's a good chance. So, the Chargers don't have any fans. It's, it'll probably be more Broncos fans at the stadium anyway. So, my third pick. Uh, is and and they they broke my heart in a week where I took them in the money line uh, against the Texans and it's one of my worst my toughest beats of the year and that I I felt like it was the right side and that's the Jacksonville Jaguars um, at Carolina plus three and a half I think Carolina they've won the last two weeks but their that quarterback. He, Allen, he's not that great. They scored 16 against the Texans. And they just, every week, I think they can't give the ball to Ed McCaffrey more than they just did. They just gave it to him 25 times. They just gave it to him 30 times. They gave him the ball 37 times against the Texans. Wow. And it only got him 16 points. Um, I think Jacksonville can go in there and win this game straight up. I may or may not put money on bet on the money line of it, but I like Jacksonville plus three and a half. That's my next pick. Andrew, you I'm betting are, on this game too, yeah. You, you're, um, you're a similar thing on this game, not necessarily the, the, the winning side, but you have a, a strong opinion about the total. Yeah, I, I'm not picking a winner in this game, but I am taking the under. Uh, it's 42 points, and you know the Carolina just won 16 to 10 last week. Both teams are playing with a backup quarterback. And I think it's one thing when your backup quarterback like Minshew was completing a lot of passes or Allen came out of the gate and he had that big first game. 
I think a lot of times when you don't have a lot of tape on a backup, they can come out of the gate that first game and they can surprise you. Well, now there's a little bit of tape on both players. Teams understand a little bit more what those guys do well, what they struggle with. And so uh, I think it's tougher sledding for Minshew and Allen from here. So uh, you got two good defenses. You got two bad. You got two backup quarterbacks, two offenses that have sputtered at times. Um, and so I think what you're going to get is tons of four net, tons of McCaffrey, tons of running clock, and there's no way these teams are going to get to 42 points combined. How's so the I, lo- I, lo- I, I love the under here. Yeah, yeah, that, I, that Kyle Allen guy has a big fumbling problem, too. Yeah, I can't believe the Texans. Well, we don't want to fumble. We, we don't want turnovers creating short fields because that means points. I, I, can't yeah, I, be- I can't believe the Texans – crap their pants that way against Carolina at home and only scored 10. Like, that just... I oh, know. Yeah. Well, they have a chance Where to make that the team with the Falcons. I don't know. Bill O'Brien's a terrible <laughs> coach. I don't care. Like, he's a terrible coach and he has complete control he, of the Texans. It's just... He, he might be the worst coach in the NFL, Ralph. I'm not even kidding. He well, I mean... You know, you know, it's interesting. I was listening to... Pro football talk this morning, and unfortunately, Chris Sims, who's probably my least favorite analyst of any analysts out there, mostly because he continually says that Drew Brees is not a top ten quarterback. Um, but Chris Sims did say uh, that he, he was very critical of Bill O'Brien and the way they designed that offense, and just how it's there's no rhyme or reason. It's just hey. Watson, make plays, do physically, just do your thing and chuck the ball down the field and let's be open and let you do your thing. And there's no scripted throws. There's no easy throws for him in that offense to kind of help get him a rhythm. And uh, so he was, anyway, I thought it was an interesting point of view. It redeemed redeemed Chris Sims for me only slightly. Watson reminds me of, Watson reminds me of how, Buddy Ryan coached Randall Cunningham when he was with the Eagles. It was like he didn't even give a shit about what the offense did. It was basically, I'm going to coach the defense. Randall, go go do stuff. And and but Bill O'Brien yeah, doesn't even back, have that excuse because he's an offensive coach. More. Back then, it worked a little bit. Yeah, that's 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 true. And and Randall Cunningham just, did eventually win a playoff game with the Eagles. I don't remember who he beat, but. Yeah, no idea. No idea. So, uh, Dylan, what's your third game? Okay, so I had – oh, yeah, yeah, Okay, my, my third game is Green Bay plus four at Dallas. This is my favorite uh, game of the week. The Cowboys are one of the most overrated teams in the NFL. Skip Bayless has been running his mouth all week on television. It's been hilarious. Um, the – the Dallas Cowboys are missing Tyron Smith at left tackle. And Ooh, uh, is he missing that game? Wait, what is Ty- Smith is going to miss the game? Yeah, he's going to, yeah, he's going to miss the game. So Ooh, that's bad for I, them. yeah, yeah. So I love, I love that matchup. I love green Bay's defensive or pass rush at least against yeah. Dallas's hobbled offensive line. And we saw what happened last week. The Saints got a lot of pressure on Dallas. They were able to penetrate the gaps, too, with Zeke. And I think that uh, Green Bay has a very good defense, and they'll be able to put the clamps down on Dallas's offense as well. Yeah, They're not playing the Dolphins. They're not playing 
Uh, the Redskins with Case Keenum. They're not playing whoever else that was terrible before they played the Saints. They're playing a real football team. And unlike the Saints, Aaron Rodgers can take advantage of their liabilities in their secondary. So I, even though Devontae Adams is out, I still trust Aaron Rodgers to go down there and put up points. And to be fair, if you look at the last couple of times they played each other, Aaron Rodgers has gone down to Dallas and lit that defense up. So I think he's going to do it again. And yeah, the Packers have won seven of the last eight against Dallas. Yeah. Yeah, but particularly against that defense they're running right now with Rod Marinelli or whatever. And that wouldn't be a bad result for the Saints because if, you know, if the Saints can beat Tampa – Green Bay wins. Seattle won Thursday. Then you have Seattle, Green Bay, and the Saints all four and one in the NFC. Maybe the Bears too. Um, but that's not a bad. I don't think that's necessarily that necessarily a bad result um, for the Saints uh, if Green Bay goes in there and win. And also, I just I hate Dallas, and it's it's always fun well, to watch Dallas lose. Well, another thing too, real quick, is that you know Green Bay has had ten days of rest, and they've had ten days to think about their loss on national television, so they'll be motivated to win. Oh yeah, that's true. Um, so now we get into the, uh, the the local games. I for, I forgot to mix in Tulane. Tulane's at Army. Um, I don't know either of you have a strong opinion of that game. Tulane's favorite. I, I specific. I saw that. I specifically stayed away from it. I I don't like that game. I don't know why. That, yeah, I, I don't I want think to Army's going to them. I think Army's going to run them to the ground. I, I mean, Tulane. I, I just Tulane. Yeah. It was fun when they beat Houston, but their passing game is god awful. But we'll see. I if Tulane goes four and one and beats Army, they have a chance to get to a really nice bowl. So that I don't know if people in the chat room necessarily have a, have a theory. I was asking people for their worst beats of the year, uh, and some people have some interesting one. Uh, so let's get to it. LSU, Andrew, is a 27.5-point favorite against Utah State. Utah State is 3-1. Utah State is three and one. They're decent. Yeah, they're team. pretty good. They're pretty yeah. good. Uh, the thing is with LSU is their offense is not just at a level where it's historic for LSU – they're putting up yards that is one of the most historic paces in the in the history of the SEC. Now maybe that'll go down, but right now it's hard to look at them and not lay these giant points right even though it's 27 and a half because they're score they just score so much. It it's you know, you could say, well, Utah State's going to score 30. I could say to you, I don't care. LSU's going to drop 60. So, where are you on this game? Right now, the line is LSU 27 and a half. I, I'm taking LSU. I just think Aranda is embarrassed about how his defense looked against Vanderbilt and all those garbage teams that yep. they played. And and I, I just think they've had a week off. They've been able to rest some of their injuries. And I just think they're going to come out and take this opponent seriously. That That's my opinion. I, I just think LSU is going to be charged up and want to perform uh, and, and put a good foot forward because remember they've also dropped a spot in the rankings by not playing. Um, and, oh and, God, you're right. And I just think LSU needs to have a good showing here. I think they 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 find it's important. So I don't think Orgeron is going to shy away from running up the score. We've we already saw him do that earlier this season against the bottom feeder. So I don't think he's going to have any problem running up the score. I think Aranda is going to be motivated for the defense to have a really good showing. And, like, this is kind of a tough opponent. I mean, 
Utah State offensively looks good and their quarterback's pretty good. So I think this will be a good resume builder for them to, to shut that offense down. So I like LSU having a great performance after some rest. And uh, I think they're going to beat up on Utah State and cover the points. I hate the 11 o'clock kickoff. It does weird things to LSU. That's the only thing that gives me pause to lay in this 27 and a half. Um, but I will say this. The good news is, for whatever reason, I don't know why, CBS decided to pick up Alabama and Texas A&M. So that means LSU-Florida in Tiger Stadium is going to be a night game on ESPN, which is fantastic. Uh, I'm taking LSU in this game too, but it's my pick. I, I, uh, I'm, I just worry about Utah being decent and the 11 o'clock kickoff. Um, Utah back, Utah State backdooring this late. Dylan, you are going the opposite way. Well, well, here's the thing. Am I, am I allowed to change my pick? Because I've thought about something. You that, can change that, your that pick. Okay, okay. Because listen, here's the thing. Okay, I, I'm going to change it. I'm going to tell you why. Because I, I forgot this was an 11 a.m. kickoff. So this might be early for LSU, but this is even earlier for Utah State. <laughs> I didn't think this of that. Good point. This is a 9 a.m. kickoff game for Utah State, right? Mountain time? No, yeah. no, 10 o'clock. Yeah. It'll be so, 10, yeah. God, man, I, I hate this pick. I hate this pick. I, I'm gonna, I, I have to pick LSU because you're right. Because they dropped, I, I have to do it. I'm, I, I hate, I hate this pick. But yeah, I, I'm going, I'm going with you guys. I'm swallowing the points of LSU. I, I have to do it. <laughs> so now we, thought. now we get to the Saints, and I don't bet on the Saints much, but I have bet them uh, this year. I bet them on the money line in Seattle. Yeah, there are no Rutgers for you. Yeah, no Rutgers. I bet them on the money line in Seattle, and the I, I bet them on the money line in Seattle, and I bet them against the Texans, and did and they didn't they won, but they didn't cover. Uh, so I've stayed away the rest. Of some this game is a complete stay away from me. I fluctuated back and forth. Um, I'm taking the Saints because I took the Saints on the big show Monday night, and I took them in my WWL column. I feel like if I switch now. That's just kind of bullshit because then no matter how it goes, I can be like, I got it right. But I try to be consistent. Uh, I'm, st- I'm. It's not even necessarily that I think it. I just I look at that Tampa defense, Andrew, and and it's now or never for Teddy Bridgewater. He's got to do something. I think the Saints are going to be able to move the ball and do some fun stuff on offense and get into the mid twenties. And I'm hoping that, combined with Jameis Winston doing Jameis Winston-type activities, will get the Saints to 4-1. and one. But my conviction on this game, I have none. Yeah, I, I like Tampa in this game. And, uh, you know, I'm, I've been picking against the Saints. This will be the third week in a row. And that's t- Teddy uh, continues to uh, – it's been a good omen for Teddy when I bet against him. So – I see no reason to stop this. If I'm wrong again, then I'll just view it as the Saints spiting me, uh, which I would happily accept. So I'm going with Tampa. Dylan, who yeah, do you have and, in this game? Uh, yeah, I, my, my thing about this game is I was, I'm really terrified of Tampa, but you know the thing is, is I just think the Saints are going to whip the Buccaneers in the trenches, both on offense and on defense. I think our offensive line is way better than their defensive line, and our defensive line is way better than their offensive line. When we saw 
what our defensive line did to Dallas's offensive line last week. Tampa Bay probably has the worst left tackle in the NFL, not named Newhouse. And I just think Jameis is going to be pressured. Yeah. <laughs> I think Jameis is going to be pressured a lot, and he's going to make mistakes. I can see him self-destructing and throwing a couple of picks, even though I think the Buccaneers will put up points. But this is my prediction, okay? It's going to be 34-30 late in the fourth quarter, and the Buccaneers are going to have the ball. And Jameis Winston's going to throw an interception, and the Saints are going to win the game. That's my prediction. Saints are going to win in cover. Yeah, the, that's all the picks. I, the one thing I will say is the double-digit dog investment uh, portfolio for Saints Happy Hour, as, as Andrew said at the beginning, we bet every double-digit underdog uh, – and they got three this week. New England's New England that's, is that's laying. For our, that's for our kids' college fund. Yes, New England yeah. is laying fifteen and a half at Washington. Philly is giving fourteen and a half to the Jets at home, and the Chiefs are giving the Colts. Oh, Chiefs are giving eleven to the Colts at home. The only one of those. I, the thing is, Washington, the Jets, and Miami are so atrocious. That I'm sort of amazed that the double betting every double digit underdog is five and three for the year because those teams are so ungodly bad that it's just it it, it I bet them but like I'm I know that I'm going to look at that Washington score in the second quarter and it's going to be twenty one to nothing like Washington's going to play they could play till Thursday and not score on New England. Um, so, if you'd avoid uh, the Dolphins, you'd be five and zero. Yeah. So, uh, the wrap of the show. I forgot. I forgot to do this at the beginning because I'm a dumbass. But but my bookie is actually doing something really great and sponsoring this show specifically and, and giving you guys uh, a great offer. Uh, you go to mybookie.ag, use the code chair, and they give you a hundred percent sign up bonus. Uh, if you make a minimum deposit of $100. So go to MyBookie. They have the best online gambling site. You can do in-game bets. You can bet games after halftime. If you're losing the first half, you can try to switch the side. Win the second half. You can bet fantasy points. You can get props. You can do it all. Go to MyBookie.ag right now. Do a do a minimum deposit of $100. They will do a 100% matching bonus. MyBookie. Use the code share. Do it. My bookie. You play. You win. You get paid. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody. I cannot. Did- I cannot wait until um, we get later into the month and I can start betting on Pelicans preseason games. <laughs> the Pelicans. The Pelicans season uh, ticket uh, crunch is amazing. They had. They are going to have so many people at the Pelicans scrimmage that they had to give assigned seats to ticket holders because they're 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 thinking they're going to fill the smoothie king center for a freaking pelican scrimmage which is which andrew is just bananas um it really is so unbelievable um so so everybody look uh this podcast happens because we have a thousand dollars in patron donations 
uh, a month, and we promised people we would do this all year. But if you're listening to the show and you're not a patron, you should sign up for $7 a month. You really should do $10 a month so you can get the podcast every day and you can get Andrew's grades and our grades podcast. It's $10 a freaking month. You get all that, plus you get a koozie and a magnet. It's the best $10 you're going to spend all football season, I promise. So, uh, Dylan, my friend, good luck to you. Uh, you're not totally committed to one team like you were with the Lions last week. You got a little balance going on this week. But uh, good luck to you. And thanks to everybody in the chat room for joining us. And remember, if you only do one thing this week, bet against Rutgers football. So have a great gambling weekend, everybody. Good luck. And we will see you on Monday. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. (laughs) I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The NBA Finals are heating up. Looking for hot takes on all the postseason action? The Old Man and the Three, presented by BMW, is the podcast to listen to for the ultimate finals coverage. Host and former NBA sharpshooter J.J. Redick not only has a plugged-in perspective on the action from his time in the league, but he's also announcing the games in real time for ESPN. JJ has the ultimate insider point of view, and he's taking you along for the ride as he breaks down the best defensive schemes, dunks, and drives from each game. And speaking of incredible drives, there's no better place to tune into your new favorite podcast, The Old Man and the Three, than in a standard-setting BMW. Luxury meets power to create a wholly new driving experience. Push the limits this NBA season with the brand that set the ultimate standard, BMW, the ultimate driving machine. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. 
So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more.